into positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Not God Bless America. God damn America. That's in the Bible for killing innocent people. God damn America for treating us citizens as less than human. God damn America. As long as she tries to act like she is God and she is supreme. What's up? Fuck, I'm phoning this episode in. I'm still sick. Hi, it's Jake. <laughs> Fuck you. That's Alex. Hi. <laughs> Anders is here. Anders fucking Lee here. Yeah, oh my Anders God. fucking uh, Lee. Whoa. Anders after dark. <laughs> it's like as bright as it's ever been in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Special guest, Danny Feltz. Hi. We're going to talk about some fucking bullshit from the internet or something i don't know was your <laughs> was your wait when you were first starting were you doing that i think so yeah i, I thought know. it was bill maher theme uh, or not bill maher uh uh, uh <laughs> 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 also the lit song as we yeah yeah andrew show. why you Just why have you pulled your shirt up <laughs> I, i'm warm can you uh, my rash <laughs> i got a rash where'd you get biking. a rash from i was biking i was in a hurry to get here sure i get it uh-huh. look i was i i too have bicycled before you're sitting like homer simpson at work <laughs> yeah. this is my, uh, marge where am i <laughs> i have a rash this place was a power plant at one point yeah but it was actually made we made creepy dolls I found out this week there's a guy who made an exhibit up above in the fourth floor that he looked up what the building was a hundred years ago because it was created in 1919 so literally a hundred oh. years ago damn he used to make mattresses and creepy spooky dolls we'll celebrate the end of the first world war with our spooky <laughs> dolls yeah. they fill the mattresses with the dolls <laughs> <laughs> just cram them in there boys <laughs> it'll make the mattress softer is this, is this where baby Elizabeth Warren lived what? See that what? photo of her with her dolls? Oh, with the dolls? Yeah. Okay, uh, I didn't know where you were coming from originally, but actually, Anders Bazinga. Did Moore. she, uh, is there a picture of her on the internet with some weird shit? Yeah, when she was like 10, there's a photo of her in a room with a bunch of dolls, which Ugh. like in the 60s, probably normal looking dolls. In retrospect, very creepy. <laughs> if you think Pete Buttigieg is charming for knowing French, what if I told you I grew up in a haunted house? Everybody had a doll room in the 50s. You just had like an excess of capital. Uh, everybody was protected by a union. You're like, yes, I have my bathroom, my master bedroom, and my doll room. <laughs> yeah, in the 50s, everyone was a Babadook. <laughs> everyone was doing Hello, it. Hello, I'm the Babadook. I'm here, probably... I'm here to haunt your dreams. <laughs> That's how they dealt with the rep- I bet is through acting out on the dolls. That's it's, right. They made them kiss each other, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> we got no money. <laughs> you two's better kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this episode is about the founding of Twitter.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that, that's the intro we need, right? Uh, that's right. That's uh, what. What setup do you need to go off, Danny? I uh, I need my boys first. That's first and foremost. What's the song? The tweet. You want us to all do that? Wait, does Twitter have a song? Wait, you mean? Wait, wait, wait. Do you mean the song? 
Dude, that song, is that the one you mean? Uh, the one I remember has tweet in the <laughs> lyrics. Twitter's never had a song. Yeah, well, There's no Twitter you song. Know that. What the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I've got to be it. the very <laughs> best. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was the Twitter tracker thing that Conan did, uh, like, very... Uh, like prior to his firing from NBC where it was like Twitter tracker Twitter tracker and then they had the bird like explode a lot of ah! times yeah yeah it was very uh, that's what I remember anyway dot com it's pretty cool yeah is my real quest to get RTs is my cause twitter.com <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you ever hear anyone lounge singer the Pokemon theme uh, and they should uh, why not why not folks like Twitter.com. <laughs> how you do it? That's the end part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The president's yelling at you. <laughs> you know he does not like Jews. Eating ass and eating. Oh. oh God. Cancel me and cancel you. Twitter.com. <laughs> Twitter.com. Yeah. Examine this. I use it. You use it. All God's children use it. Yeah, we all use it. Um, but where did it come from? Where did it come from? Um, yeah, I did. I basically did a, uh, I will call this a sort of um, 12 foot deep dive. Not, oh, we're wow. not talking like we're a, building a pool. We're gonna yeah. break our face on the floor of this pool. You can dive. You can <laughs> dive into vegetable. this vegetable. You can dive into this deep uh, into this pool. Uh, but uh, you know, I wouldn't jump off a high dive into it. Um, yeah, the uh, the ba- basically the source that I used is this book that came out in uh, November fifth, two thousand thirteen. It's called Great Day. Good Year. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hatching Twitter, a true story ah, of hatching. Like the, because you see, Twitter's Twitter symbol is a bird, uh, and it is coming out of an egg on the cover of the stuff of the of the and book it's cover. Coming out of an egg, it came out of a cloaca. Yeah, yeah. and eggs. Yeah, that's true. That's what your picture is before you pick a picture on Twitter. Not Whoa, anymore. It all Not comes anymore. Together. There's no egg. Uh, well, when it was hatched. <laughs> There's that was the rule. <laughs> Everybody's getting bronchitis <laughs> this episode. Uh, oh boy. Uh, it's uh, Hatching Twitter, a true story of money, power, friendship, and betrayal. And oh, By Nick Bilton. Uh, and I will say, as, as I guess a prequel preface, as a preface, uh, the book isn't terrible. It's, it's kind of one of those books where it is, you know, it's probably a little drummed up for like dramatic purposes uh but the uh-huh. author does say in the beginning of it i interviewed like so like 200 people to mm. do this and obviously a lot of them are like off the record because you just can't you know you, you'll get fucking sued because... i interviewed deep throat about twitter yeah <laughs> um, let's say this book is no every day is extra by john Kerry. Uh, One of the sources just talks like Jomney Son, but it's behind like a fucking silhouette and shit. I will say, no, you know what? I will say this. I Fine. listened to this book on an audiobook. When, and when, my, when my first joined Twitter.com. When at Twitter.com. Uh, the guy who did who read it, he was one of those audiobook guys uh, or recording artists who like chose to gave a slight affectation to different characters. Yes. And uh, story time. He sort of portrayed Jack Dorsey as kind of like kind of sl- slight and <laughs> just like a little quiet. And then Evan Williams is just like I'm trying to be the authoritative one. But then the only Jewish person that I was in it was like 
everybody, we really got to be careful. Like, <laughs> what, if, like, what if they're reply guys? Yeah, no, really. It's 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 just oh, and that's uh, not what you're supposed to do as the son of a uh, audiobook artist. Yeah. Who, oh, that's right. Like, yeah. He, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to keep it mainline. No, like my yeah. dad. The Dursling's will know there is uh, an audio copy of Kill Everything That Moves, a mm-hmm. story about the Vietnam War <laughs> online. <laughs> that my dad oh, reads. no. And it's, it's literally just a, we went into the huts and shot everyone in the nipples. <laughs> it's like the most disturbing shit. It's your dad just, a, they were shot in the nipples. Oh, my nipples! <laughs> he would say, oh, my nipples. Like he would do that. I've been blasted nipple wise. You're you're, he just has his finger on, like, just like all this, like, oh my goodness, what do we do? Yeah, I'm just why are we even in this war? Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it's 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 a little melodramatic, but it does have a lot of uh, really good information. And my um, thesis statement for what I think of this book and like the information is uh, three things: uh, one, Twitter was a collaborative effort, Jack Dorsey did not invent it alone, mm. uh, two, uh, these people's lives have basically uh been uplifted by other people so much like every other big thing uh they didn't just like you know print money like they got like donations and like you know seeding from stuff it wasn't just like we were boot we bootstrapped our way into it like no they got like they had friends and family helping them. They got uh, <laughs> we had the dumbest non-profits in existence exactly twitter.com have uh and uh the other th- <laughs> the other thing too is that uh uh, this is sort of a combo three and four. They're all incredibly predictable uh, in what they do. Uh, and then they're also incredibly, just incredible stereotypes of the mid-2000s uh, taken to their most extreme extent, uh, especially in the founding years of uh, when they came up with Odeo, which is the father company, the you know the patriarch of, right, right. of Twitter uh, originally, but that's you'll you'll find out more about that in a second. Anyway, uh, yeah. So ooh, I almost knocked over. So mid two thousands trope. So so who do you have in terms of classical examples? The skater boy. Yes. Uh, look, there's look. I'm going to tell you right now. One of the Twitter founders is extremely emo, and whichever one you think it is, you're probably right. Is it <laughs> Jack right. Dorsey? Because oh he, yes, he dresses <laughs> like okay. a like he's 14. In I'm like telling. There is 2001 some, or something. There's some dumb shit. The, the, I'm telling. They're incredibly predictable. Um, but I'm anyway, checkered vans, no laces. It's. I'll get into it. Okay. Uh, you become <laughs> stuck in the year that you get rich. Is that a thing? <laughs> That's right. He actually did get rich right around 2011, and like that is kind of like how he. Oh, looked. never mind. I mean, look at the yeah. president. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like what it's 1984 yeah. or something he in his head all giant the time. Red ties and has a stupid hair. Yeah, I think when you're rich, you get to choose the time you're stuck in, and people usually chose that time. He yeah. just like barely. I guess missed. though, Trump was born. Never mind. With enough money, you can freeze time mm. and warp culture around it. No spoilers, uh, folks. All right, we'll do this chronologically <laughs> from the beginning. Yeah. So there are four. Twitter guys, horseman. you know, uh, the horse, the horse, the birdman. Yeah, there's uh, Evan Williams, who oh, colloquially no. goes by Ev. Uh, that is, that's, um, look, I didn't want to say it, but that it, they just call him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, otherwise, he's 
confused with the real whiskey. Yeah, yeah otherwise he's too busy uh, looking like the green version of uh, Jack Daniels. Or the uh, jacked comedian. People mistake him for uh, yeah. New York regional comedian was, Evan yeah, Williams. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, he is Jack. That's right. He's so uh, buff. He's, uh, yeah, and he kind of, yeah. Uh, then there's uh, another guy with a goofy name, Biz Stone. Jose God. Cuervo. <laughs> <laughs> my friends. Uh, Biz Stone. Is, what is Biz short for? Biz. Busy. <laughs> Biz well. No, it's just his name is Biz. Biz Stone. Uh, uh, Jack Dorsey, who we're all familiar with. Boo. Yes, Everyone the, boo. Boo. He's, uh, he's hashtag canceled. Uh, Biz, on his own yeah. website. Yeah. And uh, the sort of un, unsung, the, the lost Twitter founder, Noah Glass. So those are the four. Evan Williams, Noah Glass, Biz Stone, and Jack Dorsey. Um, and the story sort of starts with uh, Evan Williams. Uh, he moved to the Bay Area in the late 90s and kind of like accidentally invented Blogger. He's, okay. he's, he's the guy who invented Blogger, you know, that weird, uh, like kind of the original blogging platform, you know. Uh, and uh, he kind of uh, made, like, he was right at the very, very edge of the tech bubble. So it just like. How is Blogger different than Tumblr? Uh, Tumblr is where the porn is. Okay. Uh, where the porn was. And, uh, but I will say this, actually, that's a good follow up. That's a good follow up. His whole mantra and how he like functioned was basically like an open platform for the people. So he did actually have quite a few issues with people like just shit posting and putting like porn and stuff on like blogger. And his answer to it was basically like, everybody gets a voice. And like, he'd get Midwestern moms, like, you know, go uh calling into their help center and being like there's filth on my computer and and just i don't think the bible at hotels should be so hard to find yeah yeah exactly yeah. uh uh but yeah he just kind of didn't care and that you have to like that definitely just keep that in the back of your head because it definitely follows through into the whole twitter thing oh, okay as that as that progresses is he the oldest uh i don't you know. don't know That's i don't enough. know i don't know um yeah but he's uh, he invents Blogger after moving to the uh, to the Bay Area. Uh, it gets acquired by Google in uh, 2003 for millions of dollars. And in that process, uh, Noah Glass, who's originally from Santa Cruz, uh, starts to collaborate with him because uh, they literally lived across from each other in like a neighborhood. Like uh, Noah moved down there, and then he saw him. He was like, "Hey." You're, you're fucking Evan Williams because he became like what? Yeah. <laughs> I pulled out a box of nuts and it, we don't have to talk about it. I just want the yogurt pretzel. I know. I was gonna take it. I but. know it's the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so any so. <laughs> You distracted me with your yogurt pretzel. I wasn't. We didn't even have to talk about it. <laughs> you you made it an issue. <laughs> I like it when flavors match, and I have coffee left. <laughs> I couldn't stop looking at it. Yeah, I know. It was, right, I'm putting it look, away. neither could I. I'm putting, I'm putting it away. Uh, no, you can in your it. mouth. Yeah, he. <laughs> Alex just put away the Eat yogurt pretzel like, by like eating the it. The dragon, Aragon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, God damn it! Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, so Noah Glass and uh, Evan Williams, they basically become collaborators because Noah is um, Noah's the dumb one. Noah's the dumb one in the Twitter uh, universe, essentially. Like I said, he grew up in Santa Cruz, and as I mentioned earlier in the audiobook, his voice, the author, or the as the narrator uh, chose to describe him as, was just sort of like, uh, hey guys, how's, how's it going? Are we making Twitter? Like, like, like that's how I'm they... carrying some large boxes. What are you yeah. doing over there? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. First that, of all, that's not how a glass talks. Yeah. glass does not talk that way. Yeah. That's true. He goes against his own name. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah. So what do, they, what do they keep him around for? Well, uh, all these guys do have backgrounds in coding and whatever. And, you know, it just, it was... A situation where it was like, "Hey, you're my neighbor. Uh, can I work for you?" And then everyone was just like, "Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not?" And yeah. they just they that's how it happened. I mean, it's as it's as dumb as you like I said, it's as dumb as you think it is. I'd or, love to work for my neighbor. The only uh, neighbor I know is a terrible Slavic-looking man who beats his wife, and I called the police <laughs> on him once. <laughs> and I don't want to work at his business. Alex, I need you. Can you beat my wife for me? Uh, Why well, take a break? <laughs> I don't see how this is making any money. You're not beating me hard enough. <laughs> yeah, she really went out for him too. It was a it was a whole messy situation, and I will not be working with them anytime soon. <laughs> He doesn't even live in Greenpoint, folks. <laughs> this is in Park Slope. It's weird. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the thing is, uh, Noah uh, wasn't just exclusively a dumb guy. He was also coming up with, you know, like uh, programs and, you know, uh, companies. And one of those companies was based around the idea of podcasting, because that's right around when podcasting got invented as well. Which I'd was, work for that neighbor. Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> you know? Podcast. We all would. <laughs> if our neighbor was podcasting, uh-huh. wouldn't you work with them? Yes. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this podcasting basically got invented right around 2004, and there wasn't a, a platform for it. Like, Apple didn't have the podcasting app. That didn't exist yet. So... They he uh, went over Joe Rogan's house and he took a recording and threw it as far as he could. Yeah, they just talked for hours and hours and hours, and eventually it just snapped into uh, into existence. No, they they there wasn't a platform to like download serialized um, audio files essentially. So Noah was like, "Oh, I want to come up with a platform for for this," and he did, and he called it Odeo. Uh, and uh, after. Um, Evan Williams sold Blogger to Google, he had millions of dollars. So he invested in Odeo, and Odeo became sort of like one of his sort of incubator things. Kind of like um, TJ Miller's character from, yeah. from what you from call Silicon Valley. Yeah. yeah. Like incubators are a real thing. There's like, there's a bunch of people with little ideas and one guy who has like a house or a couple million dollars. And then people make ideas. It may him. not be pretty, but this is what an incubator looks like. Wait, what? And it, that's what an incubator looks like. That is what. Yes, it's not. It's it's. Be, you may not like it. Yeah. Then- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, at this point in time, uh, Jack Dorsey kind of gets introduced. Uh, he is originally from St. Louis, Missouri, and this is what I was talking about earlier. The book specifically made a point of addressing like how he looked. Jack Dorsey uh, purportedly 
loved messenger bags, wore a nose ring, and had uh, dyed hair back in the day. They uh, show a color. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like, I think it's green. Uh, really? Rainbow? Yeah, and he was specifically t- uh, hired by uh, Odeo because the main guy who was, the engineer who was doing all the hiring, a guy named Rabble, who was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was extremely, yeah, he was extremely anti, anti-capitalist. Rabble gang. Yeah, and he was what was referred to as a hacktivist uh where he basically worked for like antifa like you know uh structures to fuck up people's uh you know internet infrastructure he wore an anonymous mask yeah on a computer his 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 uh his his what what do you call those um the profile his profile picture is absolutely an anonymous mask for sure fantastic jack dorsey reminds me of this 14 year old kid i knew who like bleached his hair and smoked weed like a month before everyone and did uh not skateboarding, but like aggressive inline skating. Yes, where yeah. you have like the cool roller blades that you can grind on. Yeah, he had like soap discs in the yeah. bottom of his shoes. Yeah, Jack Dorsey was soaping around. Yeah, he time. yeah he was definitely yeah. So he, he was vert, not street, in the Tony Hawk dichotomy. That's no, he right. was absolutely street. Was That's straight? not okay. vert. <laughs> the vert is the hard. With that you can't really soap vert because yeah. it's only <laughs> yeah. no. you just go. <laughs> just sliding around, just slide down. <laughs> That's That'd be what cool I would if do. you could it's just shit and slide down. You're just like, oh, it was really fun. Let's go. Up. Let's go try yeah. it again. <laughs> oh, it's so strange. You insist on expressing things in Tony Hawk terms, yeah. but never get them right. <laughs> uh, he was also. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I. I feel like I always knew at least one person who was, um, like a, a person who graduated from massage therapy school. Uh, he was one of those guys. He had a, he was a massage therapist, and he reportedly loved eBay a lot. And he actually sold a version of him calling somebody and then just reading the book "Good Night Moon" for a hundred dollars on eBay. Wow. Uh, I've never dated men before, but I'm assuming a lot of these are red flags. Yeah. It, <laughs> look, there's, there's, call me China because there's plenty of red flags coming up, not even, not even far into this. Uh, the next, the last guy. Okay, China. Yeah. I'm a big red flag. All right. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's a big red flag. Uh, uh, the last guy, though, um, who's part of the original Twitter. Uh, founders is biz stone and the important thing to remember about him is um he doesn't really do anything but he's kind of the public face of twitter because he's the only one who has any sociability skills uh the only other thing that he basically did was he used to work at zanga which was also a micro blogging platform uh that i actually remember being on as a teenager back in the day uh but besides that he didn't code. He wasn't one. Of, he just, he's just like kind of a goofy dude who was like got in at like the base level. Which one's this? Uh, biz Stone. Biz Stone. Biz Stone. Okay. Yeah. He brings the biz. So, yeah. And he basically gets acquired um, by Google because he was part of Blogger and then goes to Odeo uh, when that gets made. Uh, just quick pause. What are the percentage chances of Biz Stone making his own first name? Uh, Probably like. A hundred percent, right? It's really... Look, we have... I'm not going to say names, but we mm-hmm. know we know friends of ours who have decided to go by incredibly. 
incredibly <laughs> silly names. <laughs> I'm not going to say who they are, all right? Oh, but yeah. we all know them. And I, I Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> it's no good. Did you know that Joe Biden's middle name is Robinette? <laughs> what? Yeah, I looked it up today. It's on his Wikipedia page. Joe Robinette. Robinette. If the Republicans get a hold of this, they're going to have a field day. That sounds like a candy from the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a Robinette? Uh, it's so weird. Yeah. If you want a Robinette, you got to eat it out of my mouth. And his whole thing is like, I could, I'd punch Donald Trump if I saw him. And we're all my old masculine Joe Biden, a tough guy named Robinette. <laughs> he's going down the second Donald Trump is like, he's very gay. What can I say? <laughs> What's the J in Trump's name? Donald J. Trump. Justice. Justice. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Quick draw, Alex, over here. Uh, do you know Robert Mueller's middle name is Swan? What the wow. fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> I, I, it's Ro yeah, Robert Swan Mueller. I it's, found out the change I have to make in my life to find success. It. What? See? It's my goddamn name. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to look Swan like. Yeah. He well, he's very noble. Uh, uh, he's not. Swoon. He's, he's not. He tried. We're he's, swooning. He, he's an entrap. He's a. He, I'm swanning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you know Genuine's real name is Elgin Baylor Lumpkin? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Elgin Baylor Lumpkin. He's not a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> not a spokesman for keyboard. He sounds like his like a head is a jack o' lantern or something. Yeah. I'm afraid to go any farther down the name hole. It doesn't stop. He sounds like a man who started like a college. <laughs> name hole sounds like one of these apps they invented. Na yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> That's where Biz got his name. Everyone yeah. was on Name, name hole. hole in 2003. Yeah. My name is My name is Business Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for industry. <laughs> oh, no. I just got a text from my mom that says, I listened to your podcast for a while today. Uh, okay, that's terrible. <laughs> that, Yikes. Yeah, that's a... At least you're not one of those people who has a mom who's like, I listen to every episode. Yeah. Like, I hate that shit so much. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, Odeo is born in 2005 uh and it's basically run by evan and noah but they uh butt heads a lot like evan specifically has large res reservations even backing this this is venture by noah because like i want us to be friends and i don't know if that's going to be possible because we're like you know financially linked but noah's like no i want to make this happen i fucking want to make it happen and, like, uh, and he basically convinces him to uh back the company and be their main financial capital uh, and Jack, uh, Jack doesn't really, he doesn't really play into it. He works for them, but he's like, qu he's quiet. Uh, but this is, he's the kind of guy who's quiet, but if you got him alone in a room, he could make your leg cramp. But I, honestly, <laughs> this is, this is very good timing. Cause Odeo starts hiring people. They hire, uh, the first woman to work at Odeo, and almost immediately Jack Dorsey starts hitting on her. <laughs> and uh, his main way of uh, showing affection is every morning he comes in and he places a paper crane on her, <laughs> on her oh, keyboard. Man. He sucks so bad, dude. Fuck this guy. He sucks so bad. And she keeps like being like, hey, can you stop doing that? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm at work. Yeah, yeah. No. Please stop leaving me cranes. Here's and then a at one swan point, Mueller for you. No, no. And then at one point, he's like, "I actually arranged oh, the cranes." I so I, 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 I think I got it. Uh, I actually arranged 
the crane so they spell your name. I put it on each individual <laughs> key on your keyboard. And she's like, again, I'm trying to do my job. I can't type. <laughs> like, literally there can't. are too many cranes, Jack. <laughs> yeah. So Odeo's like, it's not doing Spoiler alert, it, it's not doing great. Uh, a lot of the waking work hours are spent making and distributing cranes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing well. It's not being executed. And sort of their death nail is the fact that like right around 2005, 2006, Apple re- formally releases their sort of like podcasting um, app system app. It was it wasn't apps yet, but you know, like the perfectly functioning app that we all know and use today. Yes. The ultimate app. I hate you no it longer, so much. You no longer had to upload your podcast onto Newgrounds.com. <laughs> yeah, the, he, <laughs> honestly, down. what you're describing is not far from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, but it's not. That's yeah. It's like versions of that. Oh, Jack Dorsey totally made that game where you can like fight as Freddy Krueger on yeah. Newgrounds. Or he made like Rafflecopter, yeah, or, uh, or something like that. Pico. Did they make Newgrounds. What? I thought did they make Newgrounds? <laughs> never mind. No, no uh, he did no, not he make Newgrounds. <laughs> Disappointing. That was another brilliant man from the mid aughts. We um, would never disparage the creator of Newgrounds.com <laughs> <laughs> on our Goth um, podcast. <laughs> so, so things aren't going very well at Odeo, and like Jack Dorsey is basically like, oh, I really want to go. I wonder, and then he, the reason he confides to Noah, he's like. He want. I want to leave, and I want to go into fashion to make jeans. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> he's really big into. He's like, I love fashion. I love, uh, and and like at this time, apparently, he loves this very specific jeans store. It's like in New York City. It's like Rag and Bone, but jeans. And uh, and he's like, that's where he gets all of his jeans. <laughs> he's, he's an. He's an. Uh, the, the ultimate. I'm telling. Isn't he in financial trouble right now? Kinda. Of course, he's the John Ralphio. He doesn't understand or care because he's got a new crazy idea. It's jeans. What if we put it all on jeans? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's at this time, you know, they, in this in the book anyway. They they basically describe the author describes a sort of pivotal moment that has happened that happens between Noah and Jack, where Jack kind of confides in with Noah and says that he he wants to create this idea of status and statuses like when you looked at live journal and you could see kind of like a rolling scrolling line of like what people what people were doing kind of and he wants that to happen and he and meanwhile Noah really likes the idea of like connection with people so Jack Dorsey's all about what am I doing? What am I announcing to the world? And Noah's just like, I want friends. Like he's uh-huh. he's the golden retriever of them, and he's trying to create a thing that helps him connect to people. You know, not necessarily like project what they're doing, which is like a very important like distinction in Twitter's founding. Uh, I know this isn't the case, but I am picturing like a ten foot tall man who wants more people to ride around on his back. anyways so they come up with this they're coming up with this thing they're trying to basically invent facebook statuses but not on facebook Uh and they come up with a couple names and uh jack wanted to call it just status initially uh Bit, remember Stupid iPhones Jack. Uh, iPhones don't Stupid. exist yet so the way they're purporting to do it is basically by sending text messages or SMS messages that's how Twitter first worked is like you send a text Twitter 
was it a thing before smartphones? Or I used to like log in on my computer. Mm-hmm. Oh Slightly yeah, before right. that was that was the whole point of it. In fact, actually, that was a huge, huge uh, talking point of it. Is like Jack was incredibly focused on the mobile aspect of it before smartphones existed. Did they like? Were they plan? Was this planned? Like they knew smartphones were coming? No, they didn't. Even everybody still had T nine stuff and everything. And the whole idea was was that you could use Twitter on your phone and text a short code to like I think it was four zero four zero four, and then your tweet, which would be one hundred and forty four characters, which is why it was one hundred and forty four characters because that's the most characters you could text. Jeez. Oh one. my Did god! You need a telegraph yeah. machine. For yeah. Shit? Remember those <laughs> commercials that had like a CGI dancing lizard, and it was like text four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Get some ringtones. <laughs> and that was a dancing frog. peanut butter jelly yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is Web one my friends. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Jack came up with the idea named Status. Biz wanted to call it SMSE. Which sucks. <laughs> which is also <laughs> shitty. Ew. And Evan, uh, Evan was like, we could call it Friend Stalker, <laughs> <laughs> which was immediately shot down. What? Um, but Noah, he was, he honestly did the sort of thing that these uh, are the ideas that made it into the book. Yeah, <laughs> you can only imagine. Yeah. Oh, what didn't? Oh, <laughs> the other stuff on the chalkboard. Yeah. Um, Noah actually did the sort of like very stereotypical thing you expect when people are like coming up with a name for a thing where he got a dictionary and started flipping through it and looking at names and he eventually got to T and he got to TW and he almost named he almost named the company Twitch. It almost got Ooh, called Twitch. Right, yeah. But right after Twitch was Twitter, which is just uh, defined as like a noise of the sound of fluttering birds essentially and he loved it. Uh, everybody loved it. And uh, after sort of like a smash, like we need to hack this thing together over the course of two weeks, uh, the first tweet was sent by Jack uh, Dorsey on March 21st, 2006. And it was... Um, Jack's just like, this reminds me of the little birds I used to bother women. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did well, use did yeah. they make the connection of like, hey, we're in an incubator. Birds. Was that part of the this? If this in the movie reimagining of this, all this shit is like very odd, obvious, thematic. Like it's all coming together. Birds incubator. Yeah, it's something that the that that the the, who is the guy who who did the movie where uh, Queen uh, the 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 the, oh uh, uh, Brian Singer. Yeah, it's the one. It's it's. It's Brian Singer messing up the facts. <laughs> yeah. Jack Dorsey's a... first tweet: "My Chemical Romance has lost their innovative voice." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they were not influenced by 9/11 enough, which is how they became a band. <laughs> we all know. Yeah, uh, everyone knows. Everyone, that. everyone knows. <laughs> uh, but yeah, his uh, his first tweet, uh, as well as many other of the company's first uh, tweets, was just just setting up my TWTTR, which is what it was called initially. Uh, they didn't they, have an I? No, there was no I yet. They wanted to make it like Flickr. <laughs> <laughs> you could see the look on Anders' face when he realized there was no I. <laughs> A full body uh. shake. <laughs> <laughs> Put an eye in there. Put a freaking eye in there. You too good for vowels all of a sudden? <laughs> I did take them. Well, I, th- I think it was also sort of a kind of like pragmatic choice because uh, somebody actually owned Twitter.com, but they eventually switched to it like six months down the line uh, once they bought They just bought it. <laughs> it was a woman who was tired of receiving cranes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, eventually Twitter gets announced uh, and TechCrunch uh, blogs about it. Mm. And then, uh, you know, this is 
they get into this era that I I guess you could kind of refer to as like the party era because there's an entire chunk of the book which basically describes the founders of Twitter just going to raves like that was like a communal thing that they did like they were they would work during the day and they get really stressed out and then they just fucking dance it out like that was a whole that was a whole section <sighs> they're very frustrating hate but, them. yeah those little metal ball necklaces and shit yeah, yeah 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 there's a whole part in it about how in 2006 how jack noah and crystal His the guy name is like squish kid yeah yeah <laughs> They all went to Coachella back in 2006. Oh, I'm so angry. I know, right? They're very, they're very frustrating people. I'm gonna uh, kick their asses. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> man. You ever fight a man named Biz before? <laughs> uh, so eventually, um, the there's sort of like that thing that I mentioned earlier, how like um, Noah and Ev aren't really like. They're not their managerial styles aren't working well together. Um, that kind of comes to a, uh, a head. And um, on Wednesday, July twenty sixth, two thousand six, uh, Noah is just get basically given him and given an ultimatum to leave. And the reason for this is is like yes, he wasn't a good boss and like very like you know like we gotta do this, we gotta do this, we gotta come up with all these things. It's gonna be great, you guys. We have to go to a rave. Yeah, yeah, we gotta be have fun. Company policy. Uh, but also, uh, Jack didn't like him, and Jack mm. was sort of like this kind of like the little bird. he was like the little bird just telling right, manipulating, manipulating, behind the scenes, Evan. pulling the strings. Yes, ex- yes, very much, very much so. Uh, Never taking his eye off the jeans store he'll one day make. Yeah. <laughs> but eventually, Noah's ousted. Uh, and keep in mind, this is like before like Twitter's stock is like, it's a stock or like it's it's vested. So he basically leaves with like almost nothing. Like he, he like all the people who own, who like, I'll just... Uh, a uh, heads up, like Biz Stone is worth three hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Uh, Jack Dorsey is worth five billion dollars. Evan Williams is worth one point five billion dollars. Noah Glass he definitely earned it. Not worth that money. <laughs> wow. He just got screwed out of it, basically. There's always one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's sad, but also like there are more sad. Things. Yeah, yeah, there are more sad things. Exactly, yeah. like so, the Fifth Beetle. Uh, I think that's a little sad. That would be more sad because there's Pete artistic Best. merit. Yeah. John Entwistle? Oh, yeah. Wait, no, that's the guy from The Who. Um, All of the monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> what if people called the monkeys the fifth Beatles? <laughs> there are, are there that'd be a good band. There would be a good band name for, like, you know, yeah, you make like a irony hardcore band yeah. called the fifth Beatle? <laughs> Somebody take us up on this. Somebody do that. Somebody... And we're back. Uh, so uh, they, so Twitter's, so it's it's the summer, it's summer '06, it's summer '06 at this point, and uh, Twitter, it really hasn't been like actively promoted or like. Do you think there's like one guy that's not in Slipknot and he's just walking around in like a scary clown mask? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I could have been really famous. I'm in he's still wearing the mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just like the one with the large nose, and it's just like. <laughs> yeah. It's like not quite scary enough. It's yeah. just a sad clown mask. <laughs> or a, a blue man, man who's not in blue man group. What do you, yeah. what do you mean you don't need a band member who plays the Hulk hands? <laughs> 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 I just for That's the just so funny because there's so many people in Slipknot <laughs> yeah. cut from Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> there's one guy who specifically plays the timpani with the Hulk hands. Uh, 
yeah, so Twitter's first sort of like official like we're a company thing. Uh, they're like, oh, we don't have a thing to promote this. So they're like, we'll do it at an event. Let's do it at an event. And there's again where the bad decision making comes because they decided to do it at this thing called the Love Parade, which is just a gigantic rave they in really, San Francisco. They were my Chemical Romance fans. Yeah. 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 Uh, look, I'm telling you, it's as dumb as you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> every time, every time. Um, uh, of course, it goes uh, incredibly terribly. Like they keep handing out like like these like postcards uh, to be like sign up for Twitter. Will you hear? And their whole big thing was that they had a bunch of vodka, so like, <laughs> like, people would come over to the tent to get vodka, and they'd be like sign up for Twitter. And then, if you like getting fucked up, <laughs> what if you, uh, you like getting fucked up and sending text SMS messages? <laughs> yeah, you'll love this. <laughs> Uh, so it goes really bad like nobody really signs up and the funny part about this too is that this is like kind of the era where it's like if you had gotten like your name as your handle or whatever be be worth millions today like imagine if it's like you were at that rave and you just had the opportunity to get like at robert or like at danny it's like there have been like actual feuds over people like getting these things like like the president's name is real donald trump yeah exactly (laughs) exactly it's so funny yeah there was a guy there was a very prominent case where a guy who i believe was at r just the letter r he like all the guys who own just the single single digits or the single letters they're very prominent people and one guy got like like his identity stolen and and the hacker was like, you got to give me at R. Wow. <laughs> and and he gave it to him, and then he gave him back his like stuff. But it's just like, imagine just to be, you could have had Th- that. This is F speaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like my letter. I I am Z. Yeah. Oh, what a what a good one to have. If you uh, want an answer for the bombs, you'll give me R. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I have it, your wife or W. <laughs> <laughs> It's at this point that uh, the guy who gets portrayed in a stereotypical Jewish voice gets hired. His, Goldman, uh, he's hired in. Yeah, I know. Is his name Josh Goldman? Uh, like one, they call them. They name? call him Goldman. <laughs> he's at Goldman. He's, yeah, probably. Uh, like he, uh, they call him Gold. I don't even know his. I don't know his name because everybody gets called by like their their nom de plume. You know, whatever they want. I, I'm Ev. I'm Goldman. You know, I'm it's, Biz. It's all this dumb shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Is but, it Jason Goldman? Maybe. Uh, it's probably Jason Goldman. Yeah, yep. it's probably him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, at this point in time, like Twitter, it's like their whole culture is just like anarchy. It doesn't make any sense. Remember, they literally hired an anarchist, the rabble, as one of the engineers. Rabble, rabble. And like, yeah, the the people he hired basically didn't have like a conducive like company culture to what they were trying to accomplish they couldn't get anything done uh and then this big you know lord of the flies power vacuum just comes in because noah is fired uh there's lots of infrastructural problems that happen at this time uh you might actually remember at a period there was a period of time where twitter would be like continuously down and this thing came up that was called the fail whale do you remember the fail whale oh yeah yeah the fail whale was like this goofy little picture of like a bunch of twitter birds sort of like carrying a giant whale that would pop up on the twitter's homepage and it was just like ah we're not doing too good right now everything's all fucked up <laughs> yeah. here 
That's why we're carrying this whale. Yeah, no, the like that's basically where that the hashtag fail whale. If the good people only knew the carnage behind this whale. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's at this point that Evan is just like, "Hey, Jack Dorsey, maybe you could be the CEO of this," <laughs> because Noah was like the other founding like idea of or concept of Twitter. You know, uh, Evan was real again. Like he's worked for them and he's like has ideas and input, but like you know, these are the those two had like a big stake in it you know jack moves his black wedding veil out of his face <laughs> <laughs> hello i'm been i'm very busy listening to helena by uh, my chemical romance i'm also a vampire now uh but he does he takes on uh the leadership role at twitter and becomes the ceo uh so at this point the sort of um makeup of is it of uh, evan is 70 percent of it uh jack is 20 uh and biz and Goldman are three percent each, which is why, like, you know, uh, Bizstone only has only has three hundred billion, three hundred million dollars, as opposed to a Ugh, billion. Could you dollars. imagine only having three hundred million dollars? Uh, oh, goosh! How, how would you get out of bed? <laughs> how could you even? Uh, but uh, it's at this point that like they're getting like a lot of publicity. Like people are really like actually signing up for it. Like. Even beyond all, they the got food. more vodka to give out. Yeah, they got more. <laughs> <laughs> they just—it <laughs> was a quantity problem. Yeah, they needed more. They need more of it. Uh, and uh, in June 2007, uh, 2007, Yahoo approaches them uh, and is like, "We would like to. We would like to buy you guys." And um, it's at this point that they're getting one million visitors a month. Uh, and this is after they uh, kind of demo Twitter more officially at South by Southwest. It was like a big thing because apparently. Uh, people would go down there. Uh, this is when South by Southwest was like a little bit less corporate, still very corporate, but like less so than it is today. And like you just you didn't know what was happening. Like this again, this is like before smartphones, so you couldn't just be like, "Oh my God, this thing is happening here!" Like we didn't like where where all the cool parties happening. But it became very yeah. popular before smartphones. South by the tech part was like. It was before, like, like everyone was like, oh, those guys made our phones. It was just, like, yeah. a bunch of, like, freaks. And you'd be yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. We're trying to play music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was, like, uh, uh, the funny part is, like, Twitter was, like, used to, to excellent fanfare at that South By because people could find out, like, where the parties were. Like, that's what it was kind of for, uh, you know? That makes yeah. sense. And yeah. at this point, what is, is uh, what, rant, not random, uh, Rabble still with the team? <laughs> random. random. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the sixth member of the Twitter yeah. group. The uh, social media platform from hell. <laughs> <laughs> Rabble is still with them for now. Uh, okay. Spoiler alert, Rabble, he's, he doesn't work there today. He's the dead. Weird, Roused. The hacktivist anarchist doesn't work at Twitter currently. Um, although, I will say, if you want to see a funny review, go into Amazon.com, look up the book, and Rabble is the first comment. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's all right. <laughs> Everything they say is correct up to the point where I was fired <laughs> like uh, uh, because he doesn't know stuff after that uh, but anyway uh, Yahoo they're like they're thinking well, how much are they going to offer us and they're like what about 100 million dollars like, we would like 100 million something like that and they propose that to Yahoo and then Yahoo comes back and it's just like and just like 
hey, do you, you cucks want 12 million bucks for this? <laughs> uh, and they offer them 12 million. And uh, they're just like, just by the way, if you, uh, if you don't like, uh, if you don't let us buy us, we're going to build our fucking own version of this. Oh. Yeah, they tried, they're trying to fucking get them. And they're just like, oh, you, oh, we're going to get you, Yahoo. And uh, they don't, they decline it, obviously. Twitter is still owned, you know, by these people. They go back to the chalkboard and say, today we leave the whale in the water from now on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yahoo's going to come out with Twitter. They actually take out the TWTTR. Yeah. 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 It's at this point that, like, Twitter with D's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Twitter. <laughs> T W I D D E R. Think about Twitter. it. Twitter. <laughs> that could twi- be a good is option. The, is that the Twitter where that's exclusively John Lee's son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made my own apps. <laughs> yeah. You try to type normal into it, and it types it all John Lee fucked yeah. up. Don't uh, form get to love yourself. No one's allowed to be mean on Twitter. We're, it, it's so funny because we're not even... We're, there aren't even jokes on Twitter yet. <laughs> it's just bullshit. It's just nothing. It's just... We're, it's like, synergy yeah. shit. It's where to find a party in uh, South by Southwest. Yeah, in a very specific week in Austin, the, Texas. When it first started, people would just be like, eight eggs for breakfast yes. today. Yes. Yep. yes. Like, no that one is, knew what to do with it. That's the, that, that's, they would just eat too many eggs? <clears throat> no, that's, 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 very, that's very much a part of it because... Twitter as a concept of jokes or as a concept of connecting to people, again, still not even a thing yet. It, it's not <clears throat> that point because Jack's whole thing was just like, it's a status thing. It's to say what you're doing. So to say, I've just eaten some eggs on Twitter is how they wanted he wanted it to be. Like he wanted it to be like Facebook but stupider. Sort of offensive because it's a bird platform, but Yeah, I mean Right, and then you only eat eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's erasure. But this is yes. around the time I just ate from my mother's mouth this morning. <laughs> Her beak. This, is, this is around the time like bef- before Facebook had really kicked off as a successful platform and so were they looking at MySpace? Is that a big competitor? Or were they thinking Facebook's going to compete? Or they're thinking of themselves as just an, a different thing altogether? There is a different version of Facebook, you know? Where's their head at right now? They're, what? That. <laughs> it's, Where's their head at? It's just a different... It's just like, you know, it's a simplified version. I mean, I, that's what I thought Twitter was when I first heard of it. It's just like, oh, just Facebook. But Are they still working in a house? Or do they have like a No, they have an office. They, they have an yet. office. Okay. They have an office. But they were working in a house at one point when they had Odeo. I bet uh, it's like a cool one with like uh, beanbag chairs and ping pong paddles and stuff. Yeah, for uh, for the nightly spankings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, At the rave. <laughs> honestly, who, who's to say it didn't happen? Uh, <laughs> um, at this point, though, uh, the servers and like the technology behind it really starts to just like you know like fall in on itself because they again they they really threw it together over the course of like two weeks like twitter's infrastructure was absolutely awful but they're still kind of getting things out they have the at sign implemented into like talking to people like or referencing somebody so they can see that hashtags that gets invented as well it's at this point that wasn't like a starting thing like these all these things all had to basically get made uh but it's also at this point that um, oh, the avatars were still squares back then. Were they? Remember that happened like a few years ago. 
pro- you're right. You you're, just forget yeah. after a while. And then in 2009, avatars were like large blue aliens. Mm. You had to go in them to take the, the unobtainium the, out of that Shut planet. your fucking <laughs> mouth. I'll kill you, dude. <laughs> you fucking remember that? Dude, I'll fucking kill the you. The internet was so different back then. Uh, I mean, likes, likes and retweets... They again also weren't part of the original build out. Uh, those, those, those used to be were, called faves. Yeah, they were faves. I, I did remember, like that it was faves. It was a star instead of a heart. Yeah, because fave star was fave the star. You're right. You're app right. That everyone used to track their how their jokes were doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's right. I yeah, I had I, I every every once in a while you see reply which is like congratulations on your 500th fave. Yeah, you know, trophy and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's also at this point that Jack Dorsey starts uh, be he starts stopping he stops being quiet and starts turning into like an ass like he, he starts getting, he starts growing the beard. Uh, no, that was or just recently. Had, he oh, puts on still, a second beanie. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a beanie during this time. It like mentioned it in the book. <laughs> uh, thinking beanie. Uh, but he gets really. Dist- it's like he's not a good CEO at this point. He really sucks. In fact, like he doesn't have any focus. Oh, President Kickflip is not a good CEO. <laughs> <laughs> he's really mean it. to people, and he starts getting like doing a lot of like extracurriculars. Like he takes a dressmaking class. Uh, and starts getting more into fashion again. Uh, and he starts pissing off Evan Williams even more. The dressmaking class? Yeah, yeah. Phantom Frank. He's really... Yeah. He's actually into... He's really into fashion. <laughs> like No one a, thought to make a dress out of the jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a denim dress. But, but... He does sort of grow up a little bit because they specifically made a point that this is the point in time which he removes his nose ring and starts getting <laughs> and starts getting serious. He throws it in the river symbolically. Yeah, if the it. nose ring is in your right nose, you're in a gang. He throws it in. A, he throws it in the San Francisco Bay, and he grows up. Uh, mm. uh, but uh, it's also at this point that like there is an opportunity. For him to finally like go on a date with the woman he originally tried to immediately hit on the the, the crane woman Crystal, uh, but he didn't. Like she had a long term boyfriend essentially, and she kept being like, "I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend," and uh, they break up. And in that short window when he could have like maybe asked her out. Her and Goldman go to a music festival and then immediately become an item. Uh, <laughs> it's really like he cocks them hard. It's really Goldman. funny. Uh, yeah. Goldman, how uh, many cranes did it take? <laughs> Just tell me. I'll make them. Uh, so <laughs> it's so funny that it's Goldman. I know it's, it's the really guy funny. They all hate. Look, I'll just tell you right now. They get married eventually. <laughs> it's really uh, funny. Beautiful. Oh, man, that it's rules. really funny. Good for him. Uh, so it's May 2008 at this point, uh, and there's in their second round of funding. Twitter has one million users. Uh, there are 15 million tweets a month, uh, but there's still zero revenue. Zero dollars. No revenue. All made. of the cranes cost money. Uh, but it's also at this point that celebrities start using Twitter. Uh, like there's actual uh, star power behind it, and it gets valued at 80 uh, million dollars. Um, and uh, I uh, actually, I, do you guys remember when Ashton Kutcher was like a big part of Twitter, or like he he still is? But he did cool pics, uh, but for the internet, Ashton Kutcher was like one of the very first celebrities who got on Twitter, and it became like this huge thing essentially okay. for him to be on Twitter. There's a thing later on in this actually where him 
and CNN at CNN getting a, a battle to see who can get to one million tweet or one million followers first. Jesus. <laughs> and, and there's a whole thing where CNN it was just like on television and uh, Anderson Cooper's like, everybody go on to twitter.com and follow <laughs> CNN oh before Ashton Kutcher gets to one million view, uh, first because they were like the top two people in terms they, of followers. What if, he had gotten, what if he had made a bunch of bots and gotten them to like 999,000 and then like uh, punked them? Oh, if he punked them? Yeah. Yeah, they just like, deleted all of them. The yeah. thing about punked, and this could be a separate episode, that wasn't all Ashton Kutcher. There's actually a what? television studio working with him on that. No way. Yeah, and yet he still has all this money. He had an incubator? Yeah, he had an incubator for tricks. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... Instead of, instead of like a tech hub like Silicon Valley, there's just like a prank. An incubator like, for, an incubator people for, pr- for pranks? Yeah. yeah. Rabble left to work on the incubator for pranks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's at this point that Twitter... I mean, they keep developing the product and everything. Uh, it, Twitter creates a search function, so you can actually like search through people's tweets at this point. Uh, again, things that you think would have existed, but just like they get made incrementally. What were they doing every day? If I stuff don't wasn't know. I don't know. Uh, they, but as they move offices and they grow and grow, they they get uh, more space and everything. And Jack specifically creates a Radiohead room in. This one is what they were doing, and, and their office uh, that is just playing Radiohead twenty four seven. Just a room Jack. with a speaker. Yeah, it's just okay. a room. Three billion dollars. Three billion dollars for Mr. Radiohead room. Yeah. Uh, but again, they're all very disorganized. Jack manages all the accounting on his own personal laptop. Uh, and it's at this point that Jack is basically uh, given three months, uh, a three-month ultimatum to fix Twitter or else like he's out as a CEO. Uh, yeah, you need to go ahead and stop ma- naming uh, rooms after bands and work <laughs> at our company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, instead of fixing the infrastructure that would have basically made it so Twitter was more stable, Jack basically at that point is like, instead of fixing everything, Twitter will be the front runner of the 2008 presidential elections. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, this is our new, this is our thing. This is our spin on it. We're going to be the people who are covering this thing. And that pisses everybody off because they're just like, no, this, this doesn't fix the problem at all. And, and Biz is sort of like the moral clarity of the company where he's like, we can't do that. We have to remain impartial, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Biz, who's in the Smashing Pumpkins room right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit emotional. I think that we have to uh, uh, be impartial. Wait, so I, I'm confused. In what way did they become the front runner of the 2008 presidential Well, they, they wanted to be the people who are just like, we're going to build our platform around covering this. Everyone Everyone meet me in the Barack Obama room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, Barack Obama did use Twitter to like great success. I was like, yeah, he was the first Twitter president. Yeah, he was. The, yeah, exactly. Cool uh, clock, Jack Dorsey. Signed as <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come to my house. And, uh, Why don't you come to my house with him and beat me off a little bit? <laughs> uh, so well, I'm a creep too. Yeah, <laughs> I made you a crane. <laughs> I forgot about the cool clock. I made you a I made you a box out of paper. <laughs> it's very functional. Uh, <laughs> so it doesn't work. Uh, and then their main head of engineering at the time, Greg Pass, basically reveals uh, that Twitter isn't backed up. So 
if anything were to happen to it, it's all gone. Ooh. Like it's just all gone. And they're and then they're basically just like, oh no, you're fired, Jack Dorsey. <laughs> you're immediately fired. Uh, they offer him a silent uh, board seat, um, but it doesn't have any power. So he's just like this weird like ghost of like what he he still technically works for them and he ha- and he's on their their board. He prefers their the term ghost, but he <laughs> uh, yeah he probably did. yeah. Uh, but uh, there's a long flowing robe at this point in time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but he uh, he basically is given that seat and uh, at that at that point that he. Paul's Mark Zuckerberg. Ooh, oh, shit oh. happens. So Facebook, you know, Facebook, this is like one of, this is like, they're on the up and up. Facebook is like getting real big at this they, point. They took advantage of the 2008 election, I remember. Like you could endorse a candidate. They had Facebook debates. Yeah. Like sponsored president. Like they, they were on that. They were yeah. all over it. Yeah. I mean, basically nobody thought Jack Dorsey was going to try to get a job at Facebook because they were like it's the antithesis of what we are essentially this like, guy doesn't actually do work he just names rooms yeah <laughs> I don't think we should hire him no there was a whole the posts on Facebook are far too long <laughs> no they don't know that, that there's it's like not right there's a real there's like a real problem with that because he calls Mark Zuckerberg to basically be like can I have a job here and they're like we don't know what you'd do. <laughs> you think one radio head room is cool? What about 10 million radio head rooms? Yeah, there's also like this... What about a Jimmy's Chicken Shack room? <laughs> it's just filled with sandwiches. Uh, uh, but there's also this idea that like... Like, uh, Twitter is still at this point... This shows you how far we've come. But like, Twitter is still like morally superior to Facebook. Because Facebook's whole thing at that time was just like... Oh, we're gonna... Like, we don't give a fuck. Like, our privacy settings are completely fucked. Uh, we don't care about screwing people over. Their whole thing was like, break stuff and then explain it later, or whatever that The only way you was. could make a worse social media platform than us would be if you actively platform Nazis, which no one will do. No, we're never... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would do that? Um, but uh, beyond all this, uh, uh, Twitter, like keeps growing and growing and growing and they keep getting um uh more investors and they have to keep going back to people for money because they just you know they just bleed money uh, that's where uh it's it sounds it's 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 funny but it's like again zero revenue they don't have like they're not making any money at this point <laughs> this whole thing's so fucking stupid i know i know that's what i i know i told this you this company doesn't do anything yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jack uh, really just reminds me of Ryan from The Office, you know, when he becomes a big Thunder Mifflin bigwig. I guess, yeah. but, like, Ryan doesn't have any feelings. He's just very cut off, and he's a careerist, whereas this guy just, like, thinks he is jeans. <laughs> well, the, the, the important thing at this point is to know that Jack Dorsey isn't technically fired from Twitter. He, I mean, he still has that board seat, and it's this point where he kind of just goes, he just goes rogue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And what he does is he act. He starts being the public face of Twitter. So even though he doesn't work there, yeah, without asking the other guys. That's correct. He's okay. gone rogue. He is. I did I not say he went rogue? Uh, <laughs> the man's got rogue. We can't track him down. Yeah. He, well, that's what happens because like he does still technically work there. But the thing is, is that Jack Dorsey was a co-founder of it, and it would be like very bad press if they were to be like. Oh no, you're actually fired. No, now. he's gone rogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he starts. 
<laughs> he's got we don't know how to rein him in <laughs> so so he like he starts reaching out to people and basically making what is referred to as like the creation myth of twitter where he keeps saying like i i created twitter me jack dorsey i made twitter in six days yeah <laughs> and then on the seventh day i fucking party dude <laughs> uh uh so but like uh, and this is actually this like plays out for several years. Like there was this period in time where Jack Dorsey's um, little bio on Twitter just said "inventor of Twitter." Like it, he was very just he was just like I'm gonna I'm gonna manifest destiny. This shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> I made this. Uh, and again, I will. I need to emphasize it was four people who yeah, made he, Twitter. Uh, did not make this. He did not exclusively in case you've blacked out and are just tuning in now jack did not do uh shit yeah and he starts reaching out to people uh with power who have like backed twitter at this point uh this guy named peter fenton who was like the third round investor of twitter and he's just like basically starts doing this trickery where he's just like yeah they ousted me and i or but like not saying it in such plain English, like uh, I was the CEO, but now I'm not, and I should be. And this guy's like, "We're gonna make you the CEO again. Don't you fucking worry about it." And like, Jack Dorsey is president of Twitter. He starts poisoning the hearts and minds of all the investors, essentially. Um, uh, this but- is exactly what Guaido tried to do, but with Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's still like uh, Twitter is still like getting bigger and bigger, despite like all of its insane infrastructure and like political turmoil in side of it like Evan, what year are we talking right now right now we're in like march 2009 okay. uh, and like uh at one point during this like at this point uh evan biz have dinner with al gore uh and al gore wants to make a platform that's like twitter and tries to buy it from him at, uh, at one point they get really trashed with him like they made a point of saying it in the book how they're like evan biz got progressively drunker with mr gore as the night went on people say al gore doesn't party and we want to put an end to that rumor today yeah. there was a point in the book where al gore literally does goes like this at the end of their dinner he goes shots Shots? <laughs> Sh- shots? You guys want shots? shots? And they drink tequila. Like, he kind of talks like Dr. Phil. Yeah, he's Southern. Yeah. You forget about Not it. Not sure sometimes. if you saw my doc, but the world's ending. Shots? Yeah, we'll shots? Get... Shots? Anybody want? Let's anyone get shots? fucked up. Who's yeah. seen my new haircut? Because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, this is around the time, by the way, when the Ashton Kutcher things ha- things happen in around April 2009. Uh, but again, Twitter keeps getting pushed to the limit and the limit and the limit. Uh, Oprah famously uh, asked for them to come on and be like, hey, I like this thing. You should come on my television show and demonstrate. Do you boys want to do shots? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Harpo. Let's do shots. Uh, It's very funny, though, because, like, the whole, like, Oprah thing is, like, famously almost blundered because Oprah uh, is is apparently infamously terrible at technology. So, like, their entire staff has to, like, put, like, sticky notes on a laptop to be like, push this button first and then push that button and then type and then push that button. I know. It's really funny. Like, these people are the they fucking suck, dude. Remember when she was going to be president? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, At least she won't be on Twitter.com. Uh, but oh, true. That's right. Need is an illiterate president. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but are we still using uh, my trio sprint devices? Uh, we need a president with a book club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's at this point that 
like again, Jack hasn't been reined in. He's still doing like wildly uh, reckless and like someone needs to rein him, him in. in. <laughs> he's doing like he's doing like very like not you shouldn't be doing these things like press releases. He goes to Iraq. He goes <laughs> why? <laughs> the State Department basically approves this sort of tech liaison situation and uh they're like the Twitter people are like, uh, send send Jack to it. <laughs> and they send him to Iraq to talk to, like, you know, the fucking State Department of Iraq to be like, what can we do to promote freedom? <laughs> and like, Just put up ISIS videos? Just put up ISIS videos. Okay, got it. This was around the time Twitter was credited with, like, there was sort of an uprising in Iran in, like, 2009, and people were saying it was all Twitter. Yeah, no, I have that written right there. It's right next. Yeah, it's the... Arab Spring. Yeah, that, well, this is this is yeah. kind of it's around June, June two thousand nine, and this is where that like pre Arab Spring happened because this was before like Egypt was. Oh yeah, that was like twenty ten. It's like yeah. when you're out in February and it's warm, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> this is Arab Spring. Um, but uh, yeah, you're right, Anders. The Iranian presidential election like happens. People start protesting on Twitter because of it. Um, and in America, like a very popular hashtag, CNN fail starts trending, which is a very 2009 hashtag. Sad. Like, yeah, like my epic bacon ta- uh, hashtag. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's uh, fail. The, yeah. yeah, fail. A dancing uh, baby on it and shit. Yeah, but it's at this point that like uh, Twitter starts to become a, a panopticon situation where it's like uh, all the jailers can see you, but you can't tell if they're looking at you, you know? Uh, the State Department asked Twitter to hold off on scheduled maintenance because of Iran. Uh, they're like, um, can you not like uh, r- uh, make your system better? Because we need to make sure that this Iranian government is undermined <laughs> <laughs> using your system. Um, can you give more art retweets to Pinochet Rock 69? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack gets mentioned at, in the New York Times as the person who, uh, like, you know, uh, prompted the schedule. The, prompted the delay in the schedule maintenance, which again is like wildly irresponsible because he does he not. He doesn't work. There. He doesn't do that. He did not do that. <laughs> what is he doing for income at this time? <laughs> Who's to say? Oh no, I he Jack Dorsey co-founded Square. He's the CEO of Square. Whoa! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. So he's the CEO of Square at this point. Uh, as well, the, the guard readers everybody is familiar with, which, by the way, On are Twitter not it great. says he's the mayor of Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's, I mean, it was kind of like this, like, I had this sort of debate in my head because I, I want to just be like, these people are idiots. And it's like, yes, like, they are most of the time. But it is, there is something to be said about Jack Dorsey being, like, kind of co-founding Twitter and then just like, okay, hold on a second, I will go create square now. He's impressively like, two-faced. He's impressive. He's he's very prescient with his stuff, but I cannot emphasize enough how much of a boner he is. Like he there's there, nothing will take away from that. Um, square is like the card reader in the POS, right? That's correct. Yes. You rarely not, see an entire It's not Squarespace. It's no. not Squarespace. No, no, not square no just square. Okay. You just check in places. That's who pay It makes so much fucking sense that he made a POS. This yeah. is just a side tangent. If you ever had to work in like restaurants and bars and shit like that, there's there were cash registers, and then you would do everything by hand up until a certain point, and then all these tech guys started coming out with apps like 
breadcrumb square yeah. And, yeah. and then there's this generation before them that are all like fucking you know uh, windows 98 blue computer screen fucking yeah, old yeah. Time things. and the old computer fucking windows 98 ones work and the new yeah. the breadcrumb and the square and shit are always fucked say no and i can they speak come in and they fucking sell them to whoever runs the place and they're like look it's sleek it's on an ipad or whatever and it's yeah. gonna be great and you're up on all fucking night on the phone with some person that works at breadcrumb because like it doesn't fucking work it's insane it makes so much sense i got so mad at these things <laughs> and it's fucking jack jack was behind it the whole time no you're see jake is very right because you've tended bar and like had to deal with these situations and like they're remarkably not good at what they do you know they just because like, they came up with a fucking program overnight and they're just like yeah i don't know i'm i don't even you have no experience in this industry but you're like i'm gonna solve this with code and just fucking make the whole thing work and, and then it, it crashes all the time and i guess it, what the appeal is out of like streamlines the whole thing because i noticed when i've worked for places that have a square app the check comes from square it doesn't come from the payroll of the the business i it's just i mean it's partially streamlined but it's also just a facilitating of like other systems within like tech the tech technology i mean like yeah. if it worked it'd be great it's just they're always so buggy yeah yeah they don't no. seem to care that they're so buggy. right they're more uh, fixated on like the graphics because what the, happens is like you, you go into work one day and whoever's fucking GM of that section wherever you work goes hey we all have to le learn Square now because like we made a deal someone came in and sold us yeah. Square so we trashed the other system because you can't use it with the other system yeah. you have to switch the entire fucking place to Square and then it's fucked because like suddenly everyone realizes oh we made this huge deal where you know we made, signed a contract where yeah, now yeah. like we're fucked we have to use this thing and it doesn't work so you end up losing a bunch of money and switching back to the old shit yeah, I've seen it, it happen a million times. Oh yeah, somewhere it, a man with jeans lags. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part is that Square is actually not even what most uh, like businesses even prefer at this point. A lot of them use City Hive, which is like better than Square. Mm. Uh, it's just like it's the same idea where it's just like it's a point of sale system. But I, I like I work for a, a job where they're just like yeah, Square is sort of like for beginners, and City Hive is what you do when you actually want to like have things work better. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But, but your 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 point stands very true. Where it's just sort of like, yeah, those those old DOS POS systems were remarkably robust for what they did. It's like there's a reason they still use them at like B and H and shit. Where you're like buying like a camera bag and you're just like, why the fuck is this person? working on a computer from 1982 and it's just like it just functions oh yeah. it's better than ours now yeah it's uh it's uh they got all those they got all those lovely conveyor belts that are on all the time it's so it's so lovely uh regional podcasting yeah. <laughs> um but anyway uh yeah that's what jack jack dorsey's the ceo of square at this time but he's also like this silent he's still this silent board member seat um uh, and again, sorry. Uh, <laughs> they they meet up with uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg again. This is back. This is in June 2010. Um, Twitter keeps breaking records, and uh, Facebook uh, tries to block a feature that rele is released by them. So this is like a point where they're sort of like publicly feuding. Uh, like there's a whole system where it's like if you want to release a feature on like uh, another platform. Uh, a lot of companies will just sort of like block approve those be like yeah this is a thing that it's obviously coming through but sort of as a kind of like fuck you facebook just blocked one of these advancements by twitter that drastically hampered its ability to like be on facebook so they have to like hash out all these like 
this this stupid childish like infighting between uh, Mark Zuckerberg and the Twitter founders. But Twitter still claims at this time to hold the moral high ground over Facebook, uh, which it like you know you could argue it actually does because it hasn't really gotten into that kind of like the the current tumultuous. They still make no money. They still make no money. They have the high ground. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But. it's at this point, um, uh, this is 2009, there's 35 million tweets a day. Twitter starts to expand to higher level positions. They have a fourth round of funding where uh, they get $100 million, still zero revenue. Uh, Evan Williams, uh, or Ev, uh, gets CEO coaching by this guy named Bruce Campbell. Uh, not that one. Uh, Evan Williams and Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Uh, and, and, the, and the thing is, Evan Ev is the CEO. He basically took over when Jack uh, was kicked out. And Ev's whole thing is he does like again these people are incredibly stupid because they mention in multiple times in the book that his whole problem is that uh he can't uh focus on decision making like he can't like make the hard decisions and he keeps hiring his friends like he like he continually you wouldn't betray me would you yeah <laughs> i carried you around when you got so tired <laughs> uh, you napped in my big strong arms for many years <laughs> <laughs> i'm your friendly giant <laughs> uh and he continues to do that he hires a, a former friend this guy uh dick, D- dick costello uh, as the CEO, the COO of uh, Twitter, uh, was a former Google coworker. Um, 2010, no more fake friends. <laughs> and that the funny thing about this, his his uh, CEO coach Bruce Campbell is that like his whole job appears to be that he's been in the tech world for many years and has uh, tutored many CEOs, but his only tutoring appears to be pe- him going like fucking excellent job you're doing excellent this is fucking awesome like to like like wow to, you're a big strong boy yeah no literally like that's like that it's somebody's yeah. been drinking their milk that will be eighty thousand dollars yeah no exactly that's it's very 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 funny we should all be ceo coaches <laughs> um uh at this point though uh jack keeps taking press uh that are not like allowed to he's he shouldn't be taking he keeps going on things to uh, any any reporter that uh contacts him he answers it i remember watching him on carson bailey yeah uh, he's like late late night show yeah like, it sounded like two in the morning yeah it's, a, it's at this point too that they're like okay we're disabling your email at twitter so jack at twitter.com gets disabled like so he can't answer those emails specifically through that email uh and this is when he like fully uh, comes out of the cocoon of just like kind of being an, an asshole and the really egg. The, yeah yeah he got, he he got, he busts out of that cloaca um and he and he starts doing the thing that I feel like every douchey CEO does which uh is emulating everything Steve Jobs used to do uh, before he died hell yeah turtleneck turtleneck yeah. Jack no no for real he he's no, 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 no one's what, ever had a jeans turtleneck. No, these these people, they're. I'm telling you, they're incredibly predictable. Like all their horseshit is just like it. Just it. They 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 do this shit all the time. Just like Elizabeth Holmes, like wanted to be Steve Jobs. Jack Dorsey also starts doing Steve Jobs stuff. He starts copying his mannerisms. He starts saying shit like. No one has ever done this before, you know, like that kind of those sort of weird aphorisms. Uh, uh, and then uh, 
he starts he keeps laying his little spiders around <laughs> the, the general like the Twitter uh, board. In what way? Uh, he infiltrates uh, the another one of the board members, uh, Greg. He's he's infiltrated by Jack and uh, keeps being like, you know, Ev, his, he's really bad at he's really bad at making decisions. Look he can't out do for this. Ev. Yeah, you better watch <laughs> out. <Yeah. laughs> um, uh, but at this point, uh, where where it's now June 2010, Twitter has 200 employees, 100 million users. Uh, uh, the Russian president visits Twitter. That's another thing. Celebrities have like started to like visit Twitter's headquarters. It's like a normal thing. At this this point. was Medvedev, not Putin. Right. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it okay. was. It wasn't Putin. It was the other guy. Uh, Putin was on a break with Russia. Yeah, but they. Uh, Putin was developing his own app, Pooter. P U T T R. But yeah, and it's again all this stuff is so harebrained that there was almost like a massive problem when this like Russian president visited them. The whole thing was that the Russian president was supposed to send his very first tweet at the Twitter headquarters, and their system crashed right as it was happening, and like they're all frantically running around trying to fix it, and like moments before he hits the return key to send the the, the the tweet they fix it and it goes back up online and, and they and, and everything goes out with off a hit like without a hitch except for all the shit that almost broke but like it would have been a huge huge press bump like bungle if that actually the happened the president goes back to communicating only on dota forums dota I insist this is a good joke that none of you understand. <laughs> is this an anime thing? <laughs> no, Dota's a game lots of Russians play. Uh, There's even a German techno song about it. There's even? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very it's the most popular game on Steam. History will validate this joke. <laughs> how many times have you said that? <laughs> I'm just imagining how many libs it would trigger if Putin made an app. Oh, Everybody yeah, joined. they would hate that. <laughs> he has. It's called the Bernie Sanders canvassing app. Oh, Have you checked the news today? Uh, down, 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 down. It's the Radiohead room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Jack continues to have these mo- these secret meetings with ch- various chairmen throughout the Twitter board, and just uh, Ev doesn't know what's happening. Uh, meanwhile, Twitter starts buying out the weird third-party apps that like facilitate it because they're kind of like gaining data, and they're like, "We can't have you doing this anymore, so we will buy you now." And they're like, "Very well, give us a hundred million dollars, or you know, some shit like that." Uh, in 2010, there's two billion tweets a month, uh, and then uh, this is when Ev starts being like doing that thing that people very the very rich will do, where they'll become like semi-philanthropic. They'll start spending their money on on just weird shit or like I have a foundation now and it's totally not a way for people to still have goodwill in me and not think I'm just a, a robber baron from the mid please donate to the Ev Foundation yeah. we help small villages carry trees around <laughs> uh, but it's finally it's finally September 2010 uh, uh, Evan Williams uh, gets ousted by Twitter or by the Twitter board uh, under the this under the 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 tutelage of Jack Dorsey and he gets shadow canceled? He gets shadow canceled, yeah. <laughs> and Dick Costello, the guy who he hired as a COO, gets instated as the CEO, uh, the new CEO of Twitter. Scandalous. Yeah, I know. And the funniest shit was that, like, apparently uh, COO's first tweet was just, just got hired at Twitter uh, now to plot my uh, elaborate my elaborate takeover. And it was like a 
it was a sarcastic joke, but it right, just like but, uh, also it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it was. Yeah, it was just a normal status. Uh, yeah, uh, and the th- the thing you have to understand is like Dick Costello kind of doesn't know what's happening. You know, like every you know, he's just like, "Why am I CEO now?" Or <laughs> like, uh, because everybody's still operate operating under like I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, eventually, that does happen, uh, uh, and from th- this point in, um, things just kind of devolve more and more. Like the you know, haven't heard from Noah in like years. He's he's completely he's completely off the map. Uh, Biz Stone, he basically is like, I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. And eventually, uh, uh, Jack is reinstated as like the primary or executive board member. One of the just like a high a superlative or to like whatever he was before that actually has powers at this point. That guy who's just been unemployed claiming he works here for five <laughs> years. <laughs> what if we brought him back into the fold? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, eventually, finally, uh, out to June 2012, uh, Twitter now has uh, 600 employees, and they're making a million dollars a day just through advertising. Um, this is sort of where the book kind of concludes. Uh, uh, it starts where they're just like, it's now January 2013, and astronauts are using Twitter. Uh, Noah moves back to San Francisco and has a child and tweets for the first time in like two years. His actually last tweet is the one they mentioned in the book and it's just about his like so very excited that my baby girl is born and like that he hasn't tweeted since 2013 like that but he has at noah just cooked jack dorsey now to plot my dramatic takeover yeah uh and biz stone he's a multimillionaire. he also owns a foundation uh and then jack moves from the tenderloin uh to the most affluent neighborhood in san francisco seacliff uh, he in 2013 he was worth one billion dollars. Uh, Ev reopens this sort of his uh, his um, incubator, which is called Obvious Corporation, and uh, he in 2013 his Twitter stock was worth about two billion. Uh, and he tries to keep his kids off the internet just to and to create a trust for them to donate to charities. And that's kind of where that's kind of where it all leaves off. Feels good. These people have so much money. Yeah, for context, uh, I got some current facts about Twitter. There's currently 321 million active users on it now. They have a revenue of about $3 billion a year, and they have $10 billion in assets and 3,900 employees. Uh, Since the book got released, Jack was reinstated as the CEO in 2015, replacing Dick Costello. Uh, They opened an office in Ireland probably to uh, avoid do tax uh, avoidance. It's a common thing that tech companies will do. They'll open things in Ireland because they have like weird loose tax law. They get a little bit Irish. Uh, Keep it in a pot of gold. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In 2019, Ev stepped down from his chairman position. So keep in mind, like he had this weird ghost chairman position for like six fucking years. Just getting cucked, you know, like, uh, and just like, event- finally he left. Uh, the oldest Twitter accounts, like I said, were made in 2006. Uh, par- prominent people who have been banned from Twitter at one point or not are uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Martin Shkreli, Azalea Banks, uh, Courtney Love, uh, Adele was banned for a hot second. Uh, Courtney Love was banned? Uh, I guess so. Apparently, Adele had this I mean, nasty habit of just like drunk tweeting. Like her publicists <laughs> were like, "Stop getting trashed and tweeting," because <laughs> she kept getting banned. 
Uh, they finally Twitter banned Alex Jones in September of 2018. Uh, they also mass banned several Occupy related accounts in 2018. Uh, and 18? Uh, it, it took them like seven years to do. Yeah, they it's finally we- stopped. It's Occupy weird. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> also, in that same month of that year, uh, reported Business Insider said that even Donald Trump could be banned. Uh, and no, uh, he couldn't. Twitter is like kind of responsible for the terminology of like something uh, you know going viral. That's like cool. Really, where that and they started. just met with Donald Trump in the Oval Office like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. that's that, that that's sort of the where it comes from. And of course, uh, when he was there, they, his whole thing was basically doing that typical thing he does, where he's just like very bad. You know, your your, your platform. I like it a lot. Very unfair to me. But, you know, I like it a lot, and it's very good. I hope you work on that. Like, that, you know, he just does the thing Donald Trump right. does. And now uh, they're working on it. They're yeah. making a room they, for it. Have they thought about straight up banning him? Yeah, they. that's, uh, like, it, it's been mentioned, you know, that, like, it's like, he's not above the law, but, like, he obviously, they're not proactively doing it. And I would say... He would make an alt, right? Yeah, I'm sure he. I'm sure something would, would happen. Say punished real POTUS. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Unplatformed. Uh, but uh, yeah, since Twitter, I mean, like, if you really think about like what Twitter has done to the culture, and part, of, uh, it, it's like there are so many things that have been invented from that. There's the idea whole whole idea of public shaming has kind of like really come up since Twitter. Uh, happen. I mean, you you probably remember that famous tweet that that the lady AIDS did. lady. Yes, yeah. I ever in the AIDS lady, the guy, the lady who was basically taking a, like incredibly long flight from England to South Africa, and before she got on the flight, she tweeted, "Going to Africa. Hope I don't get AIDS." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then put her phone on airplane mode, and then when she uh, landed, turned it off airplane mode, and was just like, had gone viral. She yeah, got punished for being hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to read a book about her. <clears throat> yeah. John um, Ronson? Yep. Yeah, I read that book. It's very good. Although John Ronson is weird because he's actually one of those British guys who's just like, we have to watch out for labor. They're anti-Semitic. Yeah, he's a lib. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a total lib. But that sucks. He has, a lot of, he has some good points to be made about um, public shaming. Uh, also, you know, I mean, I was interested in researching the, this because I think on a very personal level, uh, Twitter is a thing that like you know affects us very pers- like actively i mean i i know i know you guys will talk about things where it'll be kind of hard to like put them into like real terms where it's just like oh yes this weird position taken by a an alt-right person in like poland was is was bad for things or whatever you know and it's like those are relevant news stories that affect everything but something like twitter it like it's very real especially as a comedian you know it, it affects all of us and i personally think it's melted the brains of so many people that i know oh boy look at, let me tell you <laughs> yeah i read it every morning and every night and i don't feel well yeah i mean that, that could be the bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the glue. <laughs> might be the it might be the glue. It's all of it, baby. But Twitter's in there. Yeah, I mean, we all remember that period in time from like 2010 to like 2013. <laughs> Your doctor's diagnosing you, and he's like, "Well, you have bronchitis." And also, get off Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a whole there was a solid point there where it, it was, follows me, where where it was just like, yeah, people do do jokes on this, and then like. Right around 2014, like, there was this sea change in culture that altered it. And, like, things like, I mean, we joke about it, but, like, people were like, you're canceled. Yeah. You're this. And 
I or problematic. And yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. I mean, Twitter used to be like, you know, weird. You knew about weird Twitter if you were kind of cool. Yeah. And then you pretty much just compete. It was like a video game. You just competed with jokes in this little weird, you know, market competition thing. And there was some vague idea that you could sort of get high, a TV writing job out of it and that's kind of over now but like a few people did and then through the rise of like uh like like the the peak boiling point of identity politics yeah that now would be referred to as like stupid poll like the the peak weird shit started to happen right around like 2014, and I remember like kind of having whispered conversations with people like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> and then all that shit split open in 2016, and people either went like reactionary or just sort of checked out. But like, you know, with 2016 and Trump and everything, or even like the election leading up to that, the the platform itself ceased to, to be an apolitical thing. Like there's still like probably parts of it where people just use it for jokes or whatever, but the yeah. the main encompassing culture of it now is political through that arc of events. It's yeah. really fucking weird. Yeah, it's a very it's a very strange place to exist on. I always tell people, uh, Twitter is a place that makes my smart friends look dumb and my dumb friends evil. Like, uh, like yeah. it's just a place where, uh, uh, like, they. I mean, in the way that advertising works, in the way that these people monetize these things, they make it so that you are on it a lot. And the more that you're on, and more that it's open the more that it will money that it'll make. And the way they do that is in a very sort of like um, malevolent way, you know, to show you the most intense reactionary or weird things. I mean, like, like I have friends, I have comedian friends who I have no problem with in real life. And I speak to, and then I see some of their tweets and I'm just sort of like, why? Like, why? What's the, this is it's you're doing this because the, the platform demands it you know it's the thing it's it, like that's what grows you must feed the machine <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah that's the way the bird talks <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's a softly spoken german bird <laughs> you, you must you do not understand what you have unlocked <laughs> my wings flap and underneath is a sheer breeze of destruction <laughs> uh yeah it's also it's i'll tell you how i use twitter is i tweet probably like three times a month and then i look at twitter moments because it's the only way to get the news <laughs> yeah. so i have just the weirdest sort of like uh like statistics if you looked at my profile on twitter.com like in their database to be like what the fuck is this person like why are they on moments nobody likes this yeah but it's weird though because it became a sort of like platform for publishing it is this sick disgusting app that is monetized in a certain way and preys on your sanity but like I don't know where you think all the listeners of this fucking podcast came from. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. No, it's 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 um the podcast app. They're just cruising, oh, just looking for pod for bands. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. in a weird in a weird roundabout way. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's uh and there's lots to be said about some of the positive effects. Like, I mean, I can't speak to this at great length because I don't know the details, but people will always say it's like. There was the Arab Spring that was, you know, uh, jump-started by those kinds of things, which I think you can make an argument for, but I also think it's just sort of like, yes, but it was probably also people 
being pissed (laughs) that made that happen as well like yes twitter probably helped but also people lit cars on fire before 2011 yeah yeah so um it's i kind of look at it the same way i think a lot of people will look at amazon where they're just sort of like it's not like i dislike the intense like the the motive of the um the vehicle I mean, it's fun to see. It's fun to see what your friends are doing and stuff. But uh, I think if the profit line of it were taken out and somebody magically snapped their fingers, if Thanos snapped his damn fingers and Twitter became a, an entity of the government and had to st- and stopped, be- you know, needing to make a profit, um, perhaps it would be a more uh, sane thing. Nationalize you know? Twitter, you say? Perhaps nationalize this thing mm. <laughs> that has almost become horses a public look thing. like dogs to Thanos. <laughs> horses look like dogs to him. Yeah. Well, it's a thing that doesn't need improvements. I, I remember like two years ago when they changed the the character limits and they changed the stars to the hearts. Yeah, <laughs> that was a whole thing about like Twitter's yeah. profits are are stagnating. It's like this 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 cookie's done. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it what does you, what it needs to do. <laughs> yeah, what are you, what are we even doing? I mean, it's I I mean, I think nas- nationalizing things I think can be oftentimes misinterpreted as sort of like a blanket statement for things, but I I think it does bag asking the question well i think it could be it should be democratized and whether that happens through the state or not is another question but you know have a model like as imperfect as wikipedia is uh a model like that where it's it's controlled by users and and employees and not uh and it self-sustains without trying to morph into something bigger yeah yeah and it doesn't foster an environment where some fucking like emo douchebag like can just flourish here's the thing here's the thing small bird everyone enjoys those pretty good medium-sized bird hawk uh a a large pigeon you see it you're thinking that's kind of nice very large bird? Condor? Get out of here. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Why would you make the bird bigger? Vulture? Get out of here. It's just going to start picking up manlings. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like those giant birds with those big scoopy beaks that uh, eat pygmy people <laughs> that we learned about on the internet a few years ago. Were you on Twitter? I read about this on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <clears throat> I think it was fake. Yeah. They said they found like the skeletons of a small pygmy island person inside of a fucking huge prehistoric oh, bird. Oh my God. It looked pretty awesome. It's very wow. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, I guess it's worth mentioning. Twitter is Twitter's probably why Donald Trump's the president. <laughs> like, I mean, it's he. He and CNN. He was a he was a big culture. He was like a big. Uh, he was one of those celebrities who was who got on it. You know. Yeah, so definitely. That and the CIA is too good at Twitter, and they get Ashton Kutcher to drink from their mug on there. Yeah. So there's yeah. some nefarious purposes. I will say there is something. You know, if there's anything, if there's any good to be taken from the story, is that it is very nice to watch uh, people who are un. Um, not good at using the internet, try to use it, and then uh, show their evilness in it. I mean, this... Uh, can I say the day that this was recorded on? Yeah, I'm gonna fuck. Yeah, I mean, this was recorded on, like, April 30th, and, like, I believe it was yesterday that, like, Chase Bank was getting owned. Oh, <laughs> fuck those bitches. Yeah, like, like Chase Bank was just like, um, maybe you'd have more money if you didn't buy a coffee, and then everyone... They just got fucking ratioed to all fucking hell. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. There's good parts where... Yeah, there's good parts. Fucking yeah. uh, populist uprising against Chase Bank's yeah. intern that runs their Twitter account. Yeah. Probably not the rest of the company. Just like, oh, not no. Just I'm find gonna, that person. He's like, I'm going to get yelled at. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Danny, thank you for sharing your book report. I give you one gold star. Yeah. Well, you give me one fave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like. Retweet it, uh, Alex. If it means I, yeah, so I'll get if around. It, I'm just not sure it like, really maybe, fits maybe, my brand, but, I, if, but we'll it, if it means so much, do you want to retweet it? I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it later. <laughs> no one's online right now. <laughs> it's not, not peak hours. Yeah. Is there anything you want to plug or anything? I mean, I'm cross uh, cross platform. I'm at Danny Feltz, and uh, if you want to follow me, I'm usually walking the streets around Knickerbocker and Linden uh, any given day. You know, yeah. Okay, Very cool. Clever. Yeah. Um, I'm on tour in New England next week. Look at my Twitter. I'll put the dates on there. Yeah. Oh, you uh, should also jokes. like download Alex and I's joint album. Yeah, I'll yeah. pin it again. Yeah. We both did stand up comedy and recorded it, and that's on Twitter. Yeah. It's technically on Bandcamp. That's true. And uh, SoundCloud, if you don't want to pay us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or Spotify, if you don't want to pay us. <laughs> Lots of ways not to pay us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Anders Lee here, if you're into that. <clears throat> um, if you're into IRL shit and you live in the city of New York <laughs> or are here this weekend, please come to Paid Protest on uh, June 3rd. It's going to be at 7.30 at May, May 3rd. Day. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. This Friday. May 3rd. <laughs> this is in May. We're in April now, but it's going to be May quite soon. And May 3rd will be paid protest. we got a great lineup. Uh, Show up at 7 p.m. at Mayday Space in Bushwick. Yes. Oh, I have one. I don't, I, I, uh, this isn't a plug. I just wanted to say, if anybody notices a factual inaccuracy, you're probably right. I just... <laughs> uh, look, I look, I got it from the book. You have... The whole premise of this is that you do have to trust that what this author is saying. Um, but if I, help, if I saved you some time from listening to an eight-hour audio book or otherwise reading a 300-page book and condense it into an hour and a half of time, then I feel like I've done my job. And if, <laughs> and if you're rabble, open invitation. Do I retweet myself? <laughs> the question Good is... Sir. <laughs> yeah. sir. <laughs> my, and, and also, yes, do go on to Amazon and then look on their reviews because oftentimes people will be like, this was wrong or they got this thing right or whatever. It's very entertaining. All right, Jake, do you have... Yeah, uh, May 7th, uh, my show Yoko, my live stand-up show El Cortez in Bushwick is back with me and Claire O'Kane and Ian Fidance. Uh, I've got friends like Madison Davis in town from L.A. and some other people I forgot. I don't know. Um, come on out to that, hang out, party and shit. Um, I... Uh, what the fuck else do I... I don't know. Tour at some point, maybe Denver, July 10th. I'm Ooh. doing a festival. Uh, Come bring Jake soup. Yeah, I fucking I lost <laughs> a shit ton of money by getting sick and then getting my bike all jacked up. So uh, I don't know. Tours probably pushed back. I'm coming to the fucking West Coast and the Midwest at some point later in this year. But now it's probably going to be during a goddamn blizzard. So I'm going to make that dumbass trek through like Montana in winter or something. It's going to be fucked up. I don't Ooh, know. My, my, my plug is that I'm sick and my tooth hurts and I fucking hate whoever stole my wheels. And um, <laughs> I'm hemorrhaging money. So if you need money, just follow me around with a bucket because I just it's fuck. It's just coming out of all my pores and I'm so pissed off about it piss in the bucket <laughs> piss in the bucket yeah um that's it Boo. history will always retweet itself <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>